Hi, my name's Michael and welcome to Today Dreamer, a podcast and YouTube channel that examines the interplay between inner work and outer work. Through conscious conversations and practical walkthroughs, we'll be exploring ideas and practices to help you find a deeper sense of clarity, develop your focus and take meaningful action. I hope you love the show. Hello everyone. How's it going? My name's Michael. I'm your host and welcome to the show. We're living in in strange times at the moment and things that have never happened in my lifetime are happening right now. And it feels very interesting to t- to say the least where you know fear has been spread and people are feeling anxious and if you're like me, you're quarantined in your home right now, separated from loved ones, from nature. Some people are sick and a lot of people are confused. I feel as though this has pressed the pause button in a very interesting way and can be taken as an opportunity to really reflect on our life's path. Today's episode is with Sean Graves from the Follow Your Path podcast, and we're going to be talking about reconnecting with a more authentic version of yourself, exploring and experimenting with the things that light you up in life, and really sinking into a sense of intuition when it comes to the direction that you're moving in. And taking this, you know, this COVID-19 situation as an opportunity for growth and reflection and a re-examination of our lives, I feel could potentially be a really rewarding thing. And I mean, we've got, some of us have a lot more time on our hands to do so. So what better way to spend it than to really, you know, look over the way that we're, that we were spending our lives and seeing if the actions we were taking were the most meaningful to us. Anyways, let's get into the conversation with Sean. If you have um, been following for a while and you haven't had a chance yet, or if this is your first time here and you're enjoying the content, please consider subscribing. I'm going to be making videos and more podcasts all about helping you find that sense of clarity, develop your focus and take meaningful action. And the podcasts are available on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you can get a good good podcast. So here's the show. Hope you enjoy it. I want to keep I want to keep going on that track. I think we were we're kind of just catching up and you were telling me a little bit about your path and we were finding it pretty interesting how connected they were and how similar they were. Yeah, yeah. Um I guess for me, like what I was relating to with you while you were sharing your end of coming back from your travels and kind of integrating back into your life and in that space of like, well, what now? You know, what what has meaning to me? What do I actually want to do? What's what's me worth putting my time into? And I was I'm in a very similar boat, I would say. Um, And I have been for (laughs) three years almost now uh, since I left Boston and, and left my career and sort of left my entire life behind. Um, and I've been just navigating right now between doing the things that I, that I love to do that I'm interested in 
and then also supporting myself and finding ways to um, maintain the flexibility without having to sort of hop back into that nine to five culture, um, which I feel like life is steering me away from. And it's, it's providing the pressure that I feel like I need to be able to create these things, to create a business, to create even just having a hobby and finding a way to allow that to support you, whatever that is, whatever that might look like. Um, so I feel like I've been in this process of surrendering, you know, because there's so many old constructs of belief around how we should be living life and how you do it. And I, like for me, I realize that I've been told what to do for most of my life. I, I've, I've put, I have had a structure put in place for me and very little of it is my own creation and very little of it was actually me while I was existing in that construct. So all of that has sort of been dismantled and now I'm in this really new place of allowing life to, to kind of guide me and to trust in that and to just sort of be in the flow of that rather than letting the old fears that are attached to those old constructs that, you know, that might look like having a lot of thoughts of doubt. Um, you know, you're crazy. What are you doing? Just go back to what you were doing before. It's not worth this suffering. It's not worth this pain. It's not worth this confusion and all of these things. But the higher part of me is like, yeah, it is. <laughs> this is how this all breaks, all that old stuff breaks down. So you just got to trust that and go with it. So that that's like what I was relating to with some of what you were sharing that that I'm experiencing right now. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not an easy path. I think mean, breaking away from the norm and going off and having to find a way to balance, you know, doing something that you truly enjoy deep down, something that you can find some sense of fulfillment from, and then having to kind of pay the bills and find a way to navigate through things. And there's a lot of kind of complications that come into it. Um, that may not have been there um, in the past when you were when you were maybe a little bit more comfortable in your previous role, um, but I think it it kind of began for me with I don't know in a way being honest with myself and and being honest with what I really wanted and and like you said, kind of uh, pushing some of those fears aside and moving forward in spite of them. I think, but even even though that cycle takes place, I think it still comes up, like doubt still comes up, negative self-talk still comes up and as much as better, like we become better at handling it but it, it seems to be like a, like even now that I've gotten back like I was mentioning to you, I'm still kind of finding myself in this kind of turbulent area where I'm, where I'm kind of fighting my own doubt and I need to kind of um, overcome things within myself to be able to move move forward or move within whichever way you want to look at it it's just it's it's a it's a constant thing and, and something that really resonated with me was the the season thing you mentioned seasons earlier and it's something that i've it's kind of it's interesting how you learn certain lessons um but they don't really stick unless you've gone through it a couple of times and you and how experience uh is a lot more kind of um deep than just you know understanding something at a surface level uh so with the season thing i realized recently you know Maybe it's not the right season to be doing these certain kinds of actions. Maybe I need to just, you know, instead of trying to force myself to do certain things, kind of flow with how I'm feeling and maybe I could be productive in a different area. Um, and that's that's something that really kind of, um, you know, got kind of rung home with me recently, just in the last few days, actually. Um, so 
it's interesting, you know, um, battling fears, overcoming, um, I guess, this this conditioning that we've, this spell that we've been put under and, and moving towards, you know, our own truth and trying to figure out what that is while also experimenting and exploring and, and trying new things, which is kind of the reason I wanted to get you on the show because your your podcast and everything that you're about seems to be about finding, you know, your own individual authentic truth and path in life. And that's something that I can really connect with. And I thought, you know, who better to speak to than someone that's really deep in it. And that's, you know, you said you've recently uh, rearranged uh, the way you were doing things with the podcast. You've had a pivot yourself um, more towards that follow your path direction. Would you be able to talk to me a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like I was saying earlier, uh, most of my life, the majority of it was not authentically me. Um, it was a shell of myself and it was in large part ideas, ways of thinking, speaking and acting that were just kind of given to me down the line from the people that I was spending the most time with and the environments that I was in. So I would say over like at the beginning of this past summer is when I did the pivot from the Lighthouse podcast, which was the original name of my podcast. And then I switched it over to um, Follow Your Path podcast. And the inspiration behind that for me was this sort of like putting authenticity as my number one value in life and, and waking up every day and saying, I want to be me. I, today, I, I want to clear out all of the layers and, and anything on top of what's authentically myself. And I want to speak from that place. I want to act from that place. I want to interact with the world from that place. And not only that, I was doing Uber and Lyft driving. So, and I would do it at night and in, uh, excuse me, in the morning and at night. So in the morning, I'm bringing a lot of people to work and I would, t- I would have conversations with them and 90% of them were miserable and they were going to a job that they hated and they felt like they had to do it because of paying bills and, and most of them didn't see a way out. So naturally this conversation would come up where it was like, what, well, what would you love to do? What if the bills weren't a thing? What if, you know, you could create any scenario that you wanted without money being a problem? And most people didn't have an answer for that. They never even really thought about it because they just accepted this version of reality and this is just what it was going to be. So I found myself engaging in a lot of those conversations and I wanted to create a podcast where people could come on and listen to conversations and, and interviews with people who are so powerfully living in their authenticity and have created businesses around that, have created services around that, who are expressing their highest truth um, and really having the the courage and the bravery to carve their own path and make careers and make a living out of it. So I think the more we listen to uh, conversations and people that are doing that, it creates more possibility for us. And so that was my intention was I I want people to get the frequency and, and the energy of those who are doing it into their minds so that it can inspire them to do it too. It's interesting when we shift our perspective, how many things become possible. And I, I'm a firm believer of that as well. Like anyone could could pretty much carve any path that they want. There's obviously certain limitations here and there, but I think that we're, we're a lot more capable than we might imagine we are. And we kind of, you know, that's 
that's kind of where I went with the path of today dreamer as well. I mean, we can we can figure out what we what our true values are, aligned what we want to do with those values and then, you know, take some action and move towards it, figure out what that action is, break it down and then start moving, start acting and and create something. But while doing that, realize that where we are right now is 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 okay and and great and part of the journey as well and we don't have to beat ourselves up for not being somewhere at a certain moment. Um it's it's definitely a, a, an interesting thought, and it's something that you know if we could focus our mind on certain things, we could like you could you could literally be, you know, a pizza chef in Italy if you felt like it, or you could be you know if you really wanted, you could be a singer or a dancer or you know anything that you want to do, you could do it. Sometimes it's hard for people to actually figure out what that is they want to do though, and I was hoping you might be able to share some insight on you know figuring out what excites you. And, and finding, and people say, you know, finding your purpose and, and finding your path, there's always different ways to express it. But I think it really comes down to finding, you know, it doesn't have to be one thing, but finding the things that kind of light you up. How do we go about doing that for the people that have no idea, you know, which path they want to follow, or even the people that, you know, have multiple things they enjoy, but can't really settle on on just one? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big question. That's, uh, you know, that's one that, a lot of people are asking right now. And I know that was one that I was asking for a really long time. And sometimes I, it still comes in for me, but I, I have a, I feel like a pretty good grasp on what lights me up, what excites me, what I want to do on this planet. Um, but one of the things that really worked for me was I, I had a conversation with uh, my parents at one point, and, and I just, I asked my mother like, Hey, what, what did I love to do as a kid? What, what was like my natural state, you know, before the indoctrination, the conditioning kicked in. And she said, you know, you, you love to make people laugh. You love to just be outside and just be in the woods for hours and hours. You love to play street hockey. You love to sing and dance all of these things. And, uh, so then I was like, all right, I, and I, and I do love to do those things, but I wasn't making space for them because I was just caught kind of in the rat race, doing the same things over and over again, wanting to be doing a million different things and then never actually doing one, one thing itself. Um, the podcast, the blog, the, the coaching business, like all of these things, I, it took me so long to get them done because I, my focus was pulled in all different directions. So I think for me, it's, um, it's, it's getting out there. And this is what I say to teenagers that I work with now with the teen transformation project is, putting yourself out there and, and trying as many different activities as you can. Um, like I did when I was in Boston, before I came out here, I, I tried a salsa dancing class and I loved it. Um, I did stand up comedy and improv comedy classes and I loved those, fell in love with it. It was such a, it was so much fun. Um, and I, I started playing guitar and I started playing drums and just kind of learning instruments and seeing how that would go for me. And I really enjoyed that. Um, so really it's like, it's like anything that you can do to express yourself, you know, like, I think that's what creates so much suffering is when we, we become like a stagnant swamp with our energy and it's like, Oh, I want to, I want to know my purpose. I want to know what excites me. But then like, you're not really doing anything to allow that to come out. You're not doing anything that's going to express how you're feeling. Like, even if you were to write that shit down as like a poem or in your journal, like that's expression. So letting the things that are inside of you come out in whatever outlet you can, I think is a great start. And then, 
we all know what excitement feels like. We've all had it at one point or another. And so we know that feeling. And when that feeling comes up with whatever it is that we're doing, we really have to pay attention to that. And then you double down on it. And um, I still do all of those things today. I love the podcast. I love these conversations. I love dancing. And I'm singing more than I ever have. Just in the car, in the shower, I'm going to start writing songs and recording that on my guitar, anything that expresses. And I think we're at such a time right now where um, it's so crucial for people to express their being and put that energy out into the world. I I can't uh, agree more. I, I, I think that's like uh, a great way of putting it, especially with the swamp kind of analogy. I've never thought about it like that. <laughs> just got like images of Shrek coming up. But I just wanted to know... I wanted to know, yeah, because I heard I heard your your episode on 2020, and you said you're talking about this kind of being a crucial time for people to, you know, allow themselves to kind of go deep and trust their own voice inside and follow kind of whatever's calling them. Why do you think it's such a crucial time at the moment, and why kind of this year in particular? Yeah, I think um, it's so crucial because we're entering an such an interesting time on this planet, right? Like we, we have depression and anxiety starting to skyrocket more and more and, and really grab a hold of people a lot more. We're getting artificial intelligence is, is increasing and getting more intelligent by the day. And it's going to start replacing a lot of jobs and a lot of kind of automated things. And, you know, we, we have, I just listened to this last night and it like really clicked for me and it made sense for like what we're talking about now. Um, the left side of our brain, right? The, the analyzing, the, the calculative, the reasoning, logical, that, that part of our brain is, is going to get replaced by machines at some point. And our, our right side, the intuitive imagination, uh, creative side of us, that's the thing that is gonna, we're gonna need to rely on. And expression comes from there. It doesn't come from the reasoning logical side. Expression comes from the right hemisphere, it comes from the heart. So I think uh, it's a crucial time for people. Uh, to me, it's like such a antidote to any sort of depression or anxiety, because like I said, that swamp, that energy that's not moving, when you start expressing yourself and you start allowing those emotions to come up and flow out of you through whatever it is that you might be doing. Um, that's what starts to engage you and participate in life. That's the thing that's taking you out of the, the bleachers and the stands and into the arena. And I, I think when we have a sense of that we're participating in this game, we're contributing, we're, we're showing up, we're saying, hey, I'm here and I'm ready to do this thing. Like, here's who I am. Here's what I'm here to do. Um, that I think is is why we're on this journey. And I think there's a part of us that when we're not doing that gives us these really terrible feelings, these really, these, these feelings of sadness and, um, you know, depression. It's like depressing your feelings, keeping them in. Um, I think that happens as a mechanism from like our soul and our body to be, to get us to the point where we're like, I don't want to feel that anymore. And then it drives us out to go do all of those things. So. Um, yeah, does that answer that question? There might have been another part of that too that I missed. No, I think it all works together, man. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's really interesting when you say all, all these things. And I think it kind of comes down to, for me anyways, it kind of connects to finding a way to serve others, finding a way to serve kind of the collective 
and realizing that we're all kind of in this together. Everyone's a, a, a brother and sister of ours and we kind of need to figure out a way to, you know, I think a lot of the sense of fulfillment comes from being able to, you know, help other people and, and being able to kind of elevate the, the collective and, and helping others kind of reach the point that we're kind of talking about as well, which it sounds like that's kind of part of your mission as well, which I think is when you're connecting to a sense of service, I think you, there's, a, there's a kind of like a special power that you can tap into that can push you and drive you a lot further and it can really kind of come full circle and allow you to grow yourself, you know what I mean? Um, do you see that as, as important, as an important element? I'm so glad you said that. That was the big piece that I forgot to mention is that word service. Um, I, I think, you know, a big part of our, of our purpose is like for, I'll give an example for me anyways, you know, somebody, I heard this from somebody at one point or somebody said this to me, what's the thing in the world that you see and, and you complain about the most, or you say, that's not right. Something should be done about that. Um, for me, that was the feeling that I got with teenagers and the suicide rate that is going on with them right now in this country and other countries and the rate of depression. And when I look at the school system and the way that the education has stayed the same way and they're not getting what they need. And then I think back to when I was a teenager and how difficult that was and how I didn't talk to any, anybody about it. And I just held everything in and tried to figure it out on my own and try to do like the macho masculine thing. And it destroyed me. And so I see that issue and I'm like, something has to be done about that. And that was what spawned the Teenage Transformation Project. And that for me is, I believe what I'm here to do. I want to work with our youth. I want to uh, give the things that I would have loved to have given myself at that age. And the tools, the insights, the awareness, um, holding space, um, just the guidance and context, like all of these things, I feel like we're, we're obligated with the wisdom that we've learned through our experience to give that back in some way. And, um, you know, I think whatever you're kind of naturally inclined to help people with, and that can look different for everybody like that in a lot of ways is pointing you in the direction of your service that you're here to do, because we're all exactly what you said. We're, we're all playing a certain note in the grand orchestra. We're all, um, you know, our own special little flavor of spice in the in the soup of this life, this world, we're all co-creating it together. There's the collective and then there's us as individual humans and both are related. You know, the changes we make inside of ourselves are going to affect the collective. So when you feel like you're small and you have no impact, um, you couldn't be further from the truth because your energy and what you do matters because if everyone takes this on and starts to to do this inner work and starts to bring healing to themselves and stops these generational patterns of suffering and fear, um, that's what's going to change this entire planet. So everyone's got a big role to play in that to me. It's interesting. I feel like things I recently had, I, I, I think I recently had a, um, a conversation with a guy that kind of blew my mind. We we're talking about like crazy big kind of thoughts about consciousness and, and where everything's going. And it seems to be, everything seems to be going in kind of different directions. Like on one hand, you've got, you know, the chaos of technology speeding up and things are becoming easier. I mean, they're even like um, watching this video 
and Elon Musk is thinking about like, or not thinking about, but they're actually inputting like chips in people's brains so that they can kind of speed up uh, the the bandwidth problem we're having with being able to kind of use our devices and type with our fingers. And this now it's going to be kind of more driven by the mind. That's kind of where things are going in one direction and things are continuously speeding up exponentially. Um, but then on the other hand, we've got this kind of, um, this other thing that's going on, which I think is what you're talking about, where people are, you know, kind of becoming a little bit more awake to what's going on and spreading positive energy and helping other people, acting in service, reconnecting with nature. So it's kind of like these two opposite ends that are kind of like, I guess if you have one, you need to have the other. But it's interesting how we're at, we're actually alive at this point in history where we're witnessing this happen, you know, right now in this moment. It's, it's an exciting time to be alive and, and I guess no one really knows where it's going, but it's interesting to think about it, isn't it? Yeah. It's super interesting, yeah. There, there's, uh, there, it's a big convergence right now. Uh, I think that we are in an unprecedented time of, of expanding consciousness and waking up. And when I say that, it's, we're, we're starting to evolve as a, as a human species where rather than being up in our minds and allowing the fears and the old stories to control us and kind of keep us on a perpetual loop, of that suffering and not understanding the the power that we actually are and the infinite awareness that we actually are. Um, we're moving from that place of the head down into the heart where that fear doesn't exist and where we start connecting on each to each other on a much deeper level. Like I'm seeing it everywhere. People are craving that people want the interpersonal connection. Um, and you know, this is like one of the first times we've, we're such we're in an in infancy with this technology. Like we're all so connected to the internet and our devices more than we've ever been, but we haven't. You know, the pendulum is going to swing back the other way. Like we're going to go too far this way, and then desire to come back to to balance and be like, oh, like human connection, interpersonal relationships, good conversations, human touch. Like these things that we've been kind of separated from, we're going to start to come back to that. I believe out of the survival mindset and into one of unity, love. I feel like a lot of separation is going to dissolve. A lot of competition, old ways of competition is going to start to um, evolve into unification and realizing that, you know, nature shows us this. It's not, it's not, um, and, and Greg Braden talks about this, who's awesome. Nature is founded on, on cooperation. It's a system. It's not survival of the fittest as we thought per se. It's more rooted in it's an there's an order and everything works together in a cooperative way. And and that's what humanity is going to start to shift into, I believe. Yeah. Well I hope so. <laughs> I feel I feel the same. I feel like you know, people are starting to realize that um, even as a simple example with uh, social media and you can see even now there's kind of a turning point happening where people are kind of seeing that, you know, a lot of people are projecting a version of themselves on Instagram, for example, that's not really, you know, realistic and, and it kind of it's a little bit different from that authenticity that you were talking about. And that's all people are seeing, this constant best version of other people. And just as a small example, you know, the more authentic people become, the more real they are, the more they share and are vulnerable and are open and are coming from a place of service like we spoke about the more that's going to resonate with people because you've got all this kind of crap out there all this 
all this noise, all this show, all these all these masks. And when something real comes up, it, it grabs your attention because you can feel it. You know, we're we're beings of of emotional connection, and things like that really resonate with us. And you can see again, just as one small example in everything that's going on, how things are kind of shifting in the other direction, and and it's going to be very interesting over the next you know five years, even less, to see you know, what happens and where things go. And I, I really do believe that authenticity and coming from a place of honesty, figuring out what's important to you, what impact you want to make on this world and moving in that direction to serve others. I think that's going to be like the way to go moving forward 100%. And I can see that shift happening in humanity. And it's it's exciting. And it's also uh, gives us all a chance to kind of look within and figure out what it, what that those important things are to us and and be honest with ourselves. But it's not an easy thing to do. I think it's it's quite tricky at times, and it's it's a constant thing that we're always doing. It's not some kind of like okay, I'm going to sit here for a couple of hours and figure this out. It's just something that I think should be at the top of our minds always, and something that we should always be kind of evolving ourselves by doing or thinking about. Yeah, I mean, dude, one of the hardest things for me. Um you know, I, I pride myself on being authentic and, and I try to speak from that place and share things on social media from that place. But one of the hardest things is, is not bullshitting yourself, you know, because we've become so freaking used to doing that for so long. I have anyways, that I didn't even realize when I was actually doing it. And I, my mind could trick me into thinking that I was being authentic, but really I was hiding something and I, and I wasn't, and I was protecting a part of myself. Um, so yeah, there, there's a, especially when you really start getting real with yourself, um, that, that can be, it, it feels like walls, like the caves collapsing. It feels like, uh, it's a lot of pain and it, and it can be a lot of, it can be a lot of suffering involved with that, but ultimately you're, you're clearing out the things that were on top of your authenticity. And that's part of the process. You can't really avoid that. So, um, yeah, it's that is going to be the thing that's valued. Our bullshit meters are better than they've ever been because we've had to move through advertisements and all these different things that are constantly bombarding us. So I think the people who are living their life rooted in their heart, there's going to be a resonance with that that people really feel and really vibe with and really connect with. And anyone who's not being an example of that or, you know, manipulating or, you know, doing things in the old way, I guess I would say, um, people are going to start separating from that and start to not, um, resonate towards those types of people. Yeah. And I, I think, I know it's something that can happen overnight as well. It's something that, again, like you said, it's a process. And I think recognizing that you are part of a journey that you are kind of wherever you are at the moment is the perfect place for you because you need to go through this step to be able to you know move on to the next step and everywhere you are at every moment is all okay like it's all fine and i think as humans we kind of we want things by a certain time and if we don't get them within that time frame then we start struggling with the idea of not having them without realizing that you know it's all part of this beautiful process and then later on we'll look back and think you know that was one of the most incredible points of my life the, the struggle of it all so um, it's it's quite an interesting thing to kind of think about and to talk about. Do we have any kind of ideas on how people can maybe get closer to that authentic place or to find that realness within them or even just, you know, look within and, and, and be a bit more comfortable with where they are on the journey? 
Yeah, well, I, I think, uh, you know, the more that you get to know yourself, the more that you create space to allow yourself to really, you know, sit down and, and say, you know, who, and, and I just had a podcast on this recently, and I, and I loved it. It's like, who am I beneath all of the labels and identities that I've taken on? Who am I really? Um, and asking yourself that type of question. And then I, and then, you know, what are my highest values in life? What do I, what matters to me the most? Um, for me, I've been so fascinated with getting to know who I am. I've, I've gotten I've astrological charts read from experts in different parts of the world that have really helped me to get a better picture of, you know, my purpose, my life's work, my evolution. There's a book called the gene keys, which is incredible in terms of getting to know yourself. It's like, I read through that. I get my chart. I read through it. I'm like, this is just, it just blows my mind with every page on like how much I can relate to it and how much it helps me to understand who I am and why I have the tendencies that I do and why certain things are really challenging for me and not for others. Um, so things like that and uh, just becoming really aware of, you know, your daily habits and your patterns and um, having the resolve to break free of the ones that aren't serving you anymore and really getting clear on what serves you and what doesn't, what you actually do desire and what you don't, because I think a lot of people, and I'm basing this off of like, 6,000 interactions I had with doing the, the ride sharing stuff. Um, so many people never just don't really think about these things because like you said, they're, they're caught in the day to day. Most of the day is unconscious reactions and thoughts from the day before and the week before that. Um, and there's no space to actually think these, these questions and, and getting to placing value on knowing yourself. And, um, that, that's, that's become a lost art. And I think that, uh, the more you can just kind of slow down and, and admit to yourself, like, and it's not easy. Like, uh, when I started to do this and ask these questions, that's when a lot of things in my life started to fall away and everything started to shift. And it seemed very chaotic at first, but as you know, as we get to know ourselves better and we start to decide on what we prefer, what we actually want and desire, other people will come into our life that are on a similar resonance as that, as a similar vibration. Like you and I connected out of nowhere. Other people I've had on the podcast, I connected with out of nowhere, seemingly. And um, when you start to be more authentic, life will deliver you things that are coming from that place and you'll start to get to know yourself at a better level from at least from my experience anyway so yeah so it sounds like uh the message is pretty much yeah connect with yourself a little bit more go within learn a bit more about who you are explore yourself work on yourself and you know it all the change comes from in and goes without so uh, uh goes outwards so you you work on yourself you do a bunch of things and then you know, have the trust and the faith that, you know, your world around you will change. So by doing these things like we spoke about, looking at your values, looking um, at how you can serve others, looking, finding your authentic truth, figuring out what that is, and it may be, you know, a, a remix of other elements that you've picked up elsewhere, but finding what's true within you as well, finding a way to use that towards, you know, a higher purpose of service and really digging deep and building that space, which we spoke about in our last conversation. So what I'm trying to do at the moment with the podcast is I found that 
it's great to talk about these things and it's like really cool to listen to people talk about these things. But I'm trying to find, you know, practical ways to help people so we can come up with some things that people may be able to write down and go off today and, and go do some of these things and, and maybe experiment with some of these things. So I'm going to start listing off a couple of things, maybe throw a few of your ideas into the mix, but I'm thinking like the obvious ones are like meditation, right? Uh, try a bit of that. Try a bit of breath work. Try maybe some journaling. Uh, maybe, you know, do a bit of research on, um, you know, different things that may excite you, different types of creative avenues you may be able to go down. Um, l- look at some TED Talks or watch some videos or listen to more podcasts about this kind of thing, I think. Engage with like-minded people is is an important one. Um, can, you, can you think of anything off the top of your head to really help people connect with themselves on a deeper level? Yeah, I mean, you know, you 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 said it. Meditation is one of my most valuable tools. Um, I feel like I'd be a crazy person if I didn't have that. <laughs> if I wasn't an active uh, practitioner of that, because again, that's the thing that creates the space where you get to be with yourself. And you know, if you're constantly up in your head thinking about a million things, uh, your your mind is full. And the things from when you're in meditation, you slow your brain waves down, and you come to a place of presence that's when the things come up from the depths of your being. And that's when you start to get the intuitive hits. That's when you start to get the the creative and inspiring ideas. So man, anything that's going to create presence, like that should be the primary objective for, for people who want to get to know themselves is presence. That could be meditation. That could be walking in nature is so good for that. Um, a, that's going to ground you in your body and take you out of take all the energy out of your head and back into your body um, is super helpful in that regard. And yeah, like I was saying before, just um, exploring all different areas and just seeing what feels good and what you resonate with. And and also another thing too is intention. This actually might be one of the key things that we didn't talk about as much yet. Um, even just speaking. At the beginning of your day, like I, I like to write down intentions at the beginning of my day. Um, today, uh, like I am, I am learning more about myself every day in every way. I am living an exciting life. I am, I'm feeling on fire. I'm feeling on purpose. You know, writing, crafting affirmations that are, even though you might not know how that's going to take place, you're basically putting it in order. You're sending out that energy of your words out into the the unified field, the whatever you want to call it, um, and that's going to be what comes back to you. And um, yeah, so just waking up with the intention of like, I want to learn more about myself today. You know, universe, spirit, show me more of who I am. Um, depending on what your belief systems are, I mean, it's all it's all similar, but yeah, intention, presence, nature, meditation writing and journaling, um, all of those things are super key. Yeah, and, and each of those topics, which I want to go a bit deeper into on the podcast, these are all kind of elements I'm going to be looking at uh, to help people kind of, you know, take action and move towards the most meaningful, you know, life that they can. That's what kind of, that's why I'm doing all of this and that's kind of my way of doing it. And I know that's how we kind of connect so well because you're on the same kind of path in your own individual way. And I and I really, that's why I'm enjoying these kind of conversations, our second chat, and we're getting into some good stuff, I feel. 
I think, yeah, I think the intention's an interesting one. It's something that's a little bit, some people might think it's a bit woo-woo or a bit kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. It sounds like bullshit. But I really think that if you, if you analyze things and look at your life and see where you've put intention and effort and action and all that kind of thing, you can see how um, it's kind of led your life into different directions. And although we might not understand exactly how it works or uh, be able to break it down at times, that's okay. Because, I mean, as long as we kind of trust and follow and, and put in intention into the right areas and then things will, will gain momentum in those directions. Interesting, um, Carl Jung, like one of the best kind of in, most interesting, craziest psychologists of all time, talks, a, talks about synchronicity, right? So that's kind of like when uh, you're thinking of a red car and a red car goes past or, or like uh, you're thinking of a, a loved one or a friend and they happen to call you in that moment. And it's happened to all of us at some point in our life and it's not really something we can measure or track, but it happens kind of more often than it should for it to be chance. So he talks about this idea of synchronicity. And I think um, when you're in this state of flow, when you're in this state of kind of coming through an authentic place and moving in a direction of service and you're putting all your intention in, I guess, I don't know about right or wrong, but in a certain direction, then things start happening in a weird way. Like you mentioned, you know, you connecting with me and other like-minded individuals and maybe different parts of your life kind of fell into place to kind of help you on this journey and push you, um, you know, to further further that intention that you put into place. So I think writing things down, speaking them, it's powerful stuff. It's, it's, um, it's bringing them into kind of um, into reality and allowing that process to take place. And if, if anything, if not anything else, then it's at least bringing it top of mind for you so that you're, you know, you're constantly... Um, you're, you're making sure that you're conscious about which way you want to be heading in. Yeah, and so what comes up for me now, and, and, and I kind of explained it in more of a what might people might consider a woo-woo way, but it's really not because with intention, you're just show, you're telling your brain what to look for in your reality, right? You're breaking out of the old thought patterns, the old reactionary patterns that you have most of the day. You know, the majority of people have we have something of like 60 to 70,000 thoughts a, a day. And most people have the same recurring thoughts over and over again. So when you have intention, you're breaking those thought patterns and you're, you're actually creating something new and you're telling and programming your brain in a new way. You're telling it what to look for. And you don't have to give it specifics. You just give it the idea, like the objective idea, and then it will go out and sift through your everyday reality and look for new things. And that's how you start to see different things show up in your reality. That's why when you buy a car and then you start seeing it everywhere else because it came into your awareness. Mm, I'm getting, you brought it into getting goosebumps right now. This, yeah. this idea connects to something I learned pretty early in my advertising career and that's how to generate new ideas. So there's a, there's a trick to generating ideas and creativity and that is to fill your conscious mind up with the matter or the intention and then go off and do something else. Go for a run, go for a swim, go kind of just chill out for a bit and allow your subconscious to put together the pieces. So you're kind of, like you said, you're kind of training your mind in a way by filling it up with with what you, with which direction you want to head in. And I think intentions are so much more powerful than like a goal, for example. So it allows space for, allows space for different things to happen. Exactly. You're, 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 you are the one programming your mind rather than the world and your environment's doing it for you. It's, it's intentional creation of what you want to see and what you want to show up. Um, and it's, you know, everything's, everything's connected. We know that through quantum physics and 
You know, we have to get real and talk about this stuff because the science we have today, we know that nothing is solid. We know that atoms, which everything is made up of everything, or everything is made up of atoms, and atoms are 99.999997 empty space. So nothing is solid. It's all atoms vibrating and most of it's empty space. So we're decoding that through our five senses, making it seem like everything is physical. And the reason I'm even bringing that up is because everything is fields of information. So when you start to change your thoughts, and Joe Dispenza talks about this all the time, you start to change your personality and that changes your personal reality. Those thoughts are energy that go out and interact with the other informational fields around you and they draw that matter in that's at a, at a similar vibrational level, a certain, a similar resonance. So it's all science. It's not like any bullshit spiritual stuff. Like it, it's all measured. It's all there. And it's just, I don't think a lot of people are aware that this science is actually already here because it's not really talked about in any like mainstream conversations. Yeah, it's in, that just kind of blew my mind the way you explained that. But yeah, that I don't usually like to talk about science because I'm not really like, I haven't really got like a scientific background. And I feel like personally, a lot of it's like us reaching out for explanations but I, I really, I don't know. It's interesting when we make connections, we know what sounds right, what feels right, what seems to be true in our own lives. And we take, it's important as well to listen to all these different people. You mentioned a few interesting kind of people that I'm definitely going to check out and put some links to on this show. But it's interesting when we get these pieces of information from different areas and then figure out what really connects with us from those and then kind of build our, build our I don't know, perception of the world based on that and and how much of it seems to be true, especially I think it's important to kind of go out there and have the intention to open up to different ideas and open up to, you know, different fields of science and different discoveries, different philosophies, different people's perspectives. This is all part of it, being open and, and, and acknowledging kind of that we might not know everything. We probably don't. We definitely don't. And, you know, what what is there to to learn and grow and gain and and kind of develop from that's that's been out there because we're really just building on on what's kind of been uh thought about in the past right yeah and it's you know it's interesting some of our biggest inventions of our time like just a quick example is the airplane uh with the wright brothers and at the same time the wright brothers uh came out with that in different parts of the world, like in France, within like a, a week or two, they had developed the airplane technology as well. That's happened and heaps so of times throughout history. Like that's yeah. that's not an isolated instance. So, so there's something, right? It's like there's something that our conscious that our minds are picking up in that field at a very similar time, which is very interesting. Um, so if there, there's something to say about consciousness and, and connectivity and possibility. Like all of these things are related. Like those thoughts were pulled down at such a similar time in different parts of the planet before we had all of this technology where you and I could be in the opposite sides of the world and connect instantly through a video. <laughs> like how, is that, how the hell is that working if it's not for frequencies and radio waves and all of these things? That's just um, speeding shit up, isn't it? That's just kind of making yeah. it. Dude, I have to send you a link to this podcast I did with Peter Russell on consciousness, man. It will really it'll blow your mind, man. It was... 
this guy, he was he was super interesting. He was talking. He was spent some time with the Maharishi in in India when the Beatles went down there, and he studied under Stephen Hawking, and he had some interesting things to say about consciousness. But it's kind of along the lines with what you're talking about, and I think it's 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 just mind blowing when you think about um, now. Like you said, everything's kind of in its infancy in a way of because we just kind of discovered the internet. It's all kind of being all connected now, and we're just kind of figuring out you know one way of using it all. Yeah, we're at like the very beginning stages of it. And I feel like as a collective, like our humanity, we're still at a level of consciousness anyways. We're we're still at a level of of infancy and immaturity. And in when I say that, I mean like the fact that we still have war and that there's still things like sex slavery and these horrible things that are taking place on the planet, like that reflects a level of uh immaturity and in, in in terms of consciousness. Because we know from people like you know, the biggest figures that have walked this planet that we know of, like Gandhi, you know, Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, all these people, they were living examples of, uh, of love. And they were living examples of mature masters, right? Like that they were showing us, here's your human potential. Here's where you at. And that's why we killed them because low consciousness wants to, is threatened by higher consciousness. So we, we take those people out. We're like, no, we're not ready for that. Um, but I think as we're making our way up and we start to start to wake up to our, our truth more and more and we start to come into our hearts, we start to look around and we're like, what is this? This doesn't make sense to me at all. Like why? And so the more we cultivate peace within ourselves and we, we make peace with the deepest parts of our shadows within, that that's why it's so important for everybody individually and why everyone has such a big role because you are adding to the collective consciousness of the planet and um it doesn't it spreads like wildfire and you don't need that many uh awakened people really aware people to affect everyone around them their communities their families like it's a big deal to take this journey for yourself it really is in my mind yeah i think it could become a bit overwhelming when you're thinking about like you know, trying to add to the collective consciousness or trying to like affect the world by everything being connected. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot, it makes a lot more sense for people to at least make it, you know, a difference to the people around them, their loved ones. And any difference is it matters, you know, any kind of positivity you can inject into your life and, and all of that kind of spreads. All of that is kind of like the, the, the more you fill up your cup is an interesting way I heard it uh, heard it being put. The more that some people around you will get some of that and that will just spread outwards in some some kind of a contagious effect. And I think that's just that's the main thing I like to say to people because I know it, for me as well, it can become pretty overwhelming when you're like, all right, or, or it could be a, maybe a little bit too far away. You know, it's hard to see how it all connects, but it does. Everything's connected. Everything, you know, everyone is connected and in ways that we, we might not even really fully grasp understand yeah i I just get fired up about that that's why i'm like i'm like we're it's all connected we all gotta do this uh it's a huge thing though it is it is something to be fired up about and and it is like an exciting i guess uh revelation that we're all individuals but we're all really connected and part of this one thing which is really just it's just yeah it's fascinating i do feel like things are are moving up the scale up the ladder i guess but i think there's always going to be like a a light and a dark side to everything it kind of needs to balance out totally 
and and we talked about this before too. I, I guess when I when I say it like that, you know, that I bring up the collective thing and that we're affecting that, it's because I think a lot of people out there um, think believe that they don't matter and there's nothing they can do and nothing can be done about these issues that are going on. And so I, I guess I'm speaking to like the people who find themselves in that place and even just this is going to what we talked about when you came on my podcast. Yeah. Just go, going out into the world and just, you know, smiling at that cashier and saying hello and being present with them and and maybe giving a compliment or making a joke and um, just offering a helping hand to people in need and just being aware of like, all right, what's the energy that I want to bring into this room that I'm about to walk into? Like, how do I want to make people feel around me? Even just doing that is a big deal. And that's taking your power back and that's creating the reality in the way that you want that to. And, and a point I was going to make earlier with intention, I, and I do this with the teenagers that I work with, I go, who do you think is going to have a better time at the party, right? The, the, the kid who just shows up and just goes in like he always does and just whatever happens, happens, reactions, just whatever. Or the guy who takes a few minutes before he goes in and just has an inner dialogue. And he's like, you know what? My intention is to go in, relax, be conversational with people, meet new people, ask interesting questions to people, get to know them more, enjoy myself, have fun, smile at people, and just have a great time and just let go and enjoy myself and and uh, make others feel good. Like, who do you think will have the better time between those two people? And most every time the teenager will answer, well, it's the guy with the intention. And it's something that we can make sense of in our minds because it's like we're setting the table of what we want to create before we go into that situation. So, I mean, if you're if you're able to even just do that and decide what you want others, how you would like to make others feel that you're around, that's a huge contribution to me. Talk to me a little bit more about what you're doing with these teens and, and some other things that you're teaching them and and. And so you mentioned kind of why the why of it all, um, but how mm. how are you kind of helping them explore these kind of areas? Yeah, so it's right now, anyways, it's more one on one type of mentoring. Um, I mean, and a lot of it's through video chat. I, I would love to do it more in person, but it's just not at that place yet because it's with different people from a lot of different places. Um, but it's. It's real like what I'm really wanting to hit home with these with these the young folks is that um the inner discovery is like the the biggest thing that they can impact their lives with and what we were talking about earlier knowing yourself and um realizing that you are your your authenticity beneath all of the masks that you put on to get validated by people and to to get external validation from everything outside of you and all of your focus being pulled to all things that are outside of you, we, we were never trained and we were never taught to put that focus within ourselves and get to know what's in here. And that is the most important work I think we can do as humans and our culture is not set up to advocate for that. It actually takes us away from that more than anything for different reasons, but um, that's the thing that I believe we need to come back to. And and as an adult who 
went through a very dark period during that time of insecurity, um, working on our level of self-worth with kids at that age is huge because it's so easy to silently suffer and look at yourself in the mirror and hate what you see. I think there's a lot of people in that place, even as adults, but it starts early on. And if you can, if you can get that, if you can heal that virus earlier in life, the easier it's going to be to deal with. And you can see how much of an illusion that is. And so I just try to, um, Bring, like erase or heal the story that's been in their mind that created that from somewhere in the outside at some point in their life from an experience or another person and and just bring them back to the truth bring them back to the heart bring them back to presence and um yeah any if i could if it was an ideal situation i would be doing it with all of them in person like workshops like experiential stuff out in nature that would be ideal, but right now it's just more one-on-one, having a conversation, sharing with each other from a vulnerable place, and then just seeing what that opens up in that space. So. Yeah, and even what that opens up within your own life, and and I'm sure that's gonna that's this is just kind of an early stage of your journey as well, and and who knows what awesome yeah. directions you can head in with that. Like you said, the connection with nature thing, that would be super cool, dude, and it would be it'd be really cool just to. Um, have a group of people and then have them work kind of together as well so they know that they're not alone on that aspect and there's other kids out there that are going through just the same thing as they are. So I guess if anyone out there has anyone that's close to them, that's a teenager that is struggling with this kind of thing or is even trying to, you know, because I guess it, it does get quite confusing at, at, uh, during those those stages of life where you're trying to figure out what it is you want. You've got pressures coming in all different directions and you kind of just, you know, I remember I was pretty confused myself. So anyone out there, if you know any teens or if you are a teen listening to this and you and you need some, I guess, guidance and just just someone to talk to, get in touch with Sean because it um, sounds like he knows what he's up to, knows what he's doing. Send him over. Yeah. Send him over. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. It's awesome, <laughs> dude. It's awesome. And it's it's really, it's a unique thing. I haven't heard of, um, I haven't spoken to anyone that's kind of um, facing this kind of an issue from from that point of view and and at this stage of life for people, which is, I think, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a lot of voices in my head trying to not, uh, get me to do that because they thought it would be too difficult and there would be all these hurdles and having to like deal with the whole family dynamic and it'd just be easier to do stuff with adults because it's just them independently. But yeah, my, that's not where my heart is. My heart is with this group because they're the, they're the future of this planet. And uh, they're the ones that are my, my intention would be that for them to, um, restore their authenticity, get, get to live their life from that place. Cause I believe everything comes from that place. Like your life will unfold before you, the more authentic you become and the more that you take the masks off. And then, so that way, when they have the children, um, they're not just going to keep handing down these patterns of fear and, and all that stuff in our DNA to the next generation and the anxiety and all of the issues that we're seeing right now, I, I would love to bring healing to that and to not keep these patterns going and to imagine like us as little kids in that authenticity that we start off at, you know, when we're first born to like three, four years old and we get to maintain that and build on it and we don't get tainted by the world and, you know, get our magic taken away and become adulterated and 
you know, all serious and all stressed out. And I think we can create that world, but we have to bring healing to these, these patterns that are in our DNA that just get handed down if parents don't confront them. Yeah, it's it's interesting at what point of the journey you're coming in. I, I guess for myself, I'm I'm trying to come in at maybe the 30 year old mark where people are kind of real <laughs> realizing these kind of things, and it's not. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it, it becomes a realization, and and I guess in that those early stages of realization, overcoming overwhelm and and figuring all this thing out. It's I think it would be so beneficial if they had someone to speak to, or if I even had someone to speak to at that younger kind of age point in the in the midst of all the chaos that was going on just to kind of help because i'm sure a lot of these nuggets of wisdom these these experiences you're providing will resonate for the rest of their life and they'll, they'll come back to these kind of chats that you've had and these kind of um, lessons that you've that you've kind of shared and that will become useful tools in navigating the path which you know we're all going to the same place it's just we're just using different roads to get there you know what i mean we're all walking each other home, man. And it's like when we like this conversation right now, there's a feeling, there's an energy where n none of this is really scripted. We're just speaking from our hearts. We're just having a very organic, natural conversation. And when I do any coaching or mentoring work with people or teenagers, um, I, I have the intention of being just a clear channel and being at the deepest level of presence that I can be. And it's so fascinating because things just flow through that I would never normally say and things show up. It's like our, again, that our informational fields are interacting and it's like, you just, you just, when you're in a deep place of presence, you just know what to say at the right time. And you know how to say it. It's like your hearts are connected. You know how to, how to provide some healing or guidance or insight to that person. And it just, it creates this like heart coherence between the both of you heart and mind coherence and it's a, it's such a beautiful thing and it's an energy you can feel it it's potent and it's available to everybody it's available to everyone and you can enter your conversations like that instead of having the surface level hey how you doing you know weather it's boring what like we can bypass that we can get out of the conditioning around that and we can we can speak from our heart and actually um have it be meaningful and worthwhile. And we can fill our day with those types of interactions if we choose to. Comes down to that choice, doesn't it? So yeah. how can people check out some of your stuff, Sean? What do you talk, talk to me about what you're doing with the podcast at the moment and, and what you're kind of what's going on with you on your end and how people can connect? Yeah. So the Follow Your Path podcast, um, it you know, it's like anything else. When you when you create something, it just keeps evolving. Um, and I don't obsess over really how that's going to look. It just happens naturally where you're like, oh, I think I'll do this now, or I think I'll, I'll have this person on, um, you know how that goes. <laughs> and, and so I, I, yeah, I just want to keep bringing people on the podcast to have these types of conversations. And again, to put out that energy of, of, Hey, it is possible to live life the way that you desire and here's what it takes to get there. Here, here, here are the inspiring stories that can create possibility in your mind of a very normal, quote unquote, everyday people that said, I'm not doing it this way anymore. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go this direction and see what happens and took that risk and, and left the comfort zone. Because um, that's the world I want to live in, man. Like I want to, I would love to be in a world where everyone is is in that place where they've they're they're leaving behind 
the fears and staying in the comfort zone. And we can all just like have these inspiring, insightful conversations. And when we, when we share with people what we're doing, there's passion there. And um, I, I would love to, to have a, a co-created world where everyone is kind of doing that. And who knows how magical that could be and what that could look like. But I think it's possible. And, you know, I can only control what happens in my world and for me. And so that that's what I am desiring to create with the podcast and with the coaching work that I'm doing with anybody that I interact with. Um, that's the universe I want to be in. <laughs> that's like the bubble I want to put around myself. Cool, man. That's awesome. Hopefully I can yeah. be a part of that bubble moving forward and we may be able to do some more collaborations in the future, some videos, some some more chats, but it's been good, man. It's been yeah, good man. catching up again and it's already been yeah. two conversations awesome, in man. like a couple of months, which is which is nice. It's a nice feeling, you know? Dude, how cool is that? It's like you just reach, you just send me an email, we connect and then like we just, we end up having conversations like this and we've only spoken twice, but like I already, I already consider you a friend, a, a fellow brother on his path and um, creating something that he desires to create. And, and I, I just, I vibe with that so much and it just, I love that people can just come into reality, into your reality out of nowhere once you, when you start doing this type of thing. Um, so that's my invitation to people, like, especially the ones who are like, I don't know how to meet my tribe. I don't know how to, uh, connect with people that are similar to me. I feel very lonely. I promise you that the more that you start to open up and be yourself and start to express yourself, whether maybe you share your heart on social media, like I, I put a post on Facebook where I, I just, I dropped the ball. I was like, here's who I am. Here's what I believe here's here's like the human elements of me here's the spiritual parts and i got more messages and more comments and engagement than i've ever gotten with anything i've ever put on the internet and um it just speaks to that what we were talking about earlier how people are craving that authenticity and you know people said to me like that inspired me to do it as well and i was like yes because that's like that's what we're here to do like get out of these comfort zones and start to freaking like open up to our magic and open up to our magnificence and be who we, we came here to be and not these little shell versions of ourselves with all these masks masks on you know so that's where it's at for me man <laughs> yeah yeah it seems like you're you're definitely like in a good why you're vibing with that and i mean i i i appreciate you know just i appreciate you man i appreciate these lessons and everything you've shared and just being honest and, and real with with everyone and kind of trying to help people as well it's something that you know i think it's a constant battle and and it's not easy to do and you know you need to figure out all these other things you know um but i think if you're honest with yourself you'll, you'll always be able to find a way and it's just i know i know from personal experience it's quite difficult when you come uh with different challenges you know you, you kind of move around obstacles and and whatever but if you come back to that truth that uh, inner kind of voice then i think everything is always going to be okay in the end yes i wholeheartedly agree with that and it's trust and it's belief in yourself and yeah everything's going to be okay no matter what you think no matter what your mind says ultimately your heart knows like everything's going to be okay and um you can rest in that to me it's like one of my biggest mantras is keep the peace in my heart no matter what's happening around me the most important thing is maintaining a level of peace in my heart because I know when that gets disturbed, that's when things go wrong mm. and that's when the fear and the doubt comes in. So I hold on to that and um, that's that's been a really powerful tool for me recently. 
So it's just something you just think about, like, I'm going to, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep this kind of sense of peacefulness within. Yeah, that I'm, that I'm going to be okay. And that I know that, uh, I look at my heart as like the little, the little boy in me, you know, the, the, the one that's like two or three years old and letting him know that he's safe and everything's going to be okay. And there's nothing to worry about. And, uh, any fears on the outside, um, there it's not, they don't have power over me and it took, and it takes people a while to realize that sometimes, but ultimately the truth is they don't, they never did. And, um, that, that's been, I've had to revisit that many, 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 many times and put myself in crazy situations to actually start to have that land in the body and believe it, but it's, it's getting there now and it feels good. And that's, that's where I want to, I want to keep building on that. So, um, nice. to answer your other question though, yeah, just if you want to connect, if you want to have a conversation, um, you know, the podcast is follow your path podcast. It's on iTunes and Spotify and, um, and SoundCloud. And then on Instagram, it's just Sean.Graves um, underscore. And then, yeah, the, the Instagram for follow your path is follow your path podcast. So yeah, if you want to connect, if you want to have a conversation around any of these things, if you want to work together, collaborate in some kind of way, I'm so open for that. Like, I, I, I love working with people and I love sharing and talking about this stuff. So more than happy to bring more people into the soul tribe. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Today Dreamer podcast. If you haven't already and it feels right, please consider hitting that subscribe button so that I can keep you know sharing this content around gaining clarity, finding your own sense of stillness, your center, so that you can then take meaningful action from that point. I'm going to be sharing different types of practices around finding that sense of stillness so that you can then get clear on what's important to you on the YouTube channel. The podcast is going to be a little bit of a deeper dive into some of the ideas um, on the YouTube channel. So if you're interested in listening into some of these conversations, I'm thinking about even including some immersive sound experiences and some some audio captures from you know some philosophers and gurus that can share some ancient wisdom that's relevant to our times um, on the podcast. And please consider hitting that subscribe button. If you're interested in Sean's work, the Follow Your Path podcast is an amazing listen and there'll be links you know, in the show notes section, also in the descriptions, wherever you're listening to this. So thank you again for your time. Thank you for being present and willing to absorb and hopefully take action on some of these insights that I'm doing my best to uncover. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I'll catch you in the next episode.